Hey guys, just before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to apologize for a couple of small audio issues that occur during this episode. The three of us were recording remotely. As a result, some of the audio starts to become out of sync the further into the episode that you go. So it sounds like I'm quite rudely cutting off Jenna and Ellie at points. Uh, I'm not. I was very respectful of their opinions and (laughs) the time that they wanted to talk. There's also a couple of times where there's a slight delay in them answering a question because as the host of the episode on this platform that we were using, my audio was seemingly prioritised and put three or four seconds ahead of theirs. The points that we make and the conversation that we want to get across still comes across. Um, I hope you enjoy it anyway. Just wanted to kind of throw that out there before we get stuck in. Enjoy. Oh, are you listening to this podcast now? Settle in, grab a cuppa. It's welcome. It's the Fitness Collective Podcast with James and Ellie. Hey team, welcome to the first Valesco Fitness Collective podcast of 2021. We thought we'd kick off by kind of looking back, discussing personally found 2020, what we learned, what habits we used, what habits we got rid of, what stuck, and just generally how we found the year. Me and Ellie are joined on the first episode of the year by another one of our coaches, JT, or Jen Topham, for those that don't use the cool abbreviation that I do. (laughs) Jen, how are you? I'm the only person who does that. Yeah, I know, but you want it to stick, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what better platform to stick a nickname than the Velasco Fitness Collection? True, it's going to catch like wildfire. Absolutely. Ellie, how are you doing? I'm very well, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I've just finished 20 minutes of conditioning, so I was hoping that my heart rate would lower quick enough that I could talk without sounding out of breath. That would be weird if you did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, we're going to start to get us all nice and warm, and it's only fitting that Jenna is the start for this morning's question and answer. Jen, you ready? Yeah, I think so. Ellie, should we just alternate the list I sent? Yeah, go for it. Four. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We'll just start. But either way, I want to ask the last question. <laughs> oh, come on. You I'm nervous. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I can't do maths quick enough, so we'll see who gets it. Jen, most rewarding fitness moment? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> doing the Open. Um, but the last Open that I took part in and the improvement that I had from the first Open that I'd taken part in nice. was pretty significant. That was a good one. Nice. Okay, have you entered this year's Open? Uh, what, this year's? As in 2021. The registration went live last night. Come on, are you not as keen as I I mean, James, I am 31 weeks pregnant, so I feel oh, yeah. like maybe <laughs> not this year. <laughs> Valid. Forgot about that. That's, that's a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I need to get myself a reason like that. Um, or not that one. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> All right. everyone. Um, I should probably try and get fit for it, though. Um, okay, so if you could spend lockdown with anyone other than Alex, who would it be? Mm, that's a good one. Um, someone really funny. Um, James Acaster, the comedian. Okay, that's a good nice. job. Oh, um, the night manager on BBC iPlayer. Okay. Very James Bond-esque. I liked it. It was good. And not too long either. It was only like six episodes. So The night manager. Yeah, quite easy to binge. Nice. Love that. Okay. Cool. Least favourite CrossFit movement? (laughs) Um, Good question. Oh, my God. There are so many. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Devil's Press, like heavy Devil's Press. Yeah, they're pretty rank. Good choice. Yeah. Um, as we have questions in the Q&A, Jenna, it's compulsory that we get an answer. Just Oh, God, I'd... what are you going to ask me? Uh, so the next question is Alex or Blue? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'll go Alex just because 
he doesn't try and eat everything off of the floor. Like he's pretty bad, <laughs> but he's not. I don't feel like I need to rescue him from poisoning himself every five minutes. Eats everything, but off a table. Got slightly it. less stressful, only marginally, <laughs> but yeah, he's slightly less stressful. Nice, okay. Okay, if you could only have one piece of home gym equipment, what would it be? Um, I would say a dumbbell. Very versatile. Good choice. If you had to go head to head with Tia Toomey in a workout that you could design, <laughs> what would you program? Oh my God. Well, to be honest, I don't know what her strengths are. So this is probably everything. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm usually good at the like fitnessy endurance stuff. Okay. So probably something longer. Um, what is the workout that is running wall balls and box jumps? I'm good at that one. I mean, we probably should know, but we don't. So uh. it's named. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, I did it. I did it two weeks ago. Kelly. Yeah. Kelly. Yeah. We'll go Kelly. Five rounds, 400 meter run, 30 box jumps, 30 wall balls. Can I just check? This is not in my current condition, right? Not in your this current normal, condition. Normal life. That would be unfair. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Let's go Kelly. Cool. I don't think I could beat Tia to me if it was the other way round and she was the one that was 31 weeks pregnant and I was fine. <laughs> Probably me neither, to be honest. Um, Ellie, congratulations. You get to ask the last question. Yes! Favourite. Jen, be careful how you answer this. Um, if we, we ask everyone this question, and currently my team are winning, would you rather... So if we I know only what's had coming. one mode of transport, <laughs> yeah. would it be a giraffe or a donkey? Um, I'm going to say giraffe yes it's the wrong I just choice, think Jan. it looks cooler i'd get i'd get more attention like anyone can ride a donkey how many people do you see riding a giraffe love that i mean how many people do you see riding a donkey really i mean mary probably, and probably, mary and joseph <laughs> probably more than giraffes to be fair yeah all right cool so feel nice and warm yeah, I actually am really hot. I'm wearing a thermal inside. Okay, yeah, right. So, yes. Works, but though, doesn't it? I was thinking about this the other day. We do that Q&A to get everybody warm and flowing, and it actually works. It's quite yes. stressful, though, at points when you don't know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, talking of stress and not knowing what's coming, um, <laughs> the, I think we, the best way we start this is by just a two-minute background on who you are, what you do, mm -hmm. where you've come from, why you're here um <laughs> as <laughs> as philosophical as, as you want or... um okay so yeah just you know we haven't had you on before in case any of the members maybe don't know you quite as well as some of us do who is mm -hmm. jd so as james has already mentioned i'm one of the coaches at valesco but when i am not there I also run a um, personal training business from home when I'm allowed to. <laughs> Obviously, not too frequently this year, but, well, last year, I suppose. Um, so, yes, my career is in the fitness industry. Also really interested in food and nutrition. From a personal perspective, um, when I'm not in the gym, I'm probably cooking, eating, I can't even remember what my other interests were before <laughs> lockdown now, because that's basically all I've been doing. And you ran, for the last you ran your own cafe, year. do you? At all? I did do that, yeah. Um, so RIP Foundations. Oh, it's so good. So the idea behind Foundations was um, healthy, healthy food. We did meal prep for people. Uh, it was in the centre of Bristol. So that was a really fun time of my life. I've done quite a lot of different stuff, really. Dabbled in working in marketing, um, but have always come back to the fitness industry. I think that's where I feel most most comfortable nice. and can I can make the biggest difference for people. Lovely. Um, I yeah. feel like we've touched on something that's probably relevant to who you are right now, um, <laughs> and maybe glossed over something that's happened in the previous year as well. You've had two quite big life events in the last twelve months, have you not? I have indeed. So being totally pig-headed and not wanting 2020 to go by without having these significant <laughs> life events, um, despite our wedding being cancelled last May, as I'm sure many people have also experienced, we got married 
uh, my partner and I, Alex, got married in August, yeah. I want to say. <laughs> Did a little registry number. Um, hopefully having a party this year at some point. Fingers crossed. Nice. And I'm also um, in the process of creating a human. Uh, so <laughs> I'm 31 weeks pregnant now. So due in March, which is terrifying. Really soon now. That is really soon. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, Jen. Ellie. Yes. Should we start <laughs> with any gym-related stuff or lockdown-related stuff that might be relevant to specifically members that might be listening? Um, yeah. Um, so we're, we, we're well-versed in lockdown now, which feels a bit bizarre saying. Um, mm-hmm. So the lockdown timetable for Zoom is back in play. Um, you did receive it by email and it's pinned to the Facebook group. But if you don't seem to have a copy and you want a copy, um, then let us know. Um, we have um, managed to work out how we can um, create announcements in Wadify. So the recording of yesterday's Zoom class will be as an announcement on Wordify under the programming section. So if you like following along or you can't join the classes at the specified time, you can now follow along the class from the day before. Cool. Um, so that's quite cool. Um, and there's also a spreadsheet that we're creating or have created that um, will give you the back catalogue of the recorded workout. So if you want to be able to pick and choose a little bit more rather than just doing yesterday's, um, let us know by email request um, or comment on the Facebook post and we can... Um, send that out to you um amy put up a um a bit just a bit of a, a questionnaire i guess um with the help of you james um a brief sort of questionnaire and if there's anything that you guys want us to do this time around in lockdown if there's anything you need from us um if there's anything that we can do differently um i think one of the things that will probably come out of today uh today's conversation is that things feel a little bit like Groundhog Day anyway so if there's anything that we can do that kind of reduces the feeling of Groundhog Day then we're more than happy to do it um we are looking at doing a team challenge um so keep your eyes and ears out for that um looking at finding anyone who's interested in doing it being assigned to a small team um with a team leader um so if you're lucky you might get one of the coaches as your team leader um or unlucky is probably yeah more appropriate um and just hey i'm gonna be one of them (laughs) (laughs) so it's the it's the um the velasco team open so it'll be five challenges over five weeks in a small team some of it may encourage you to be meeting one other person outside to do something fun so there's a bit of interaction with other people um we're just finalizing the details of it um and something will hopefully be out um by the beginning of the week being the 11th um so keep your eyes and ears open for that. Other than that, no real announcements um, or gym-related stuff. We've got um, a new coach. But... Oh, yeah. We do have a new coach. I take that back. We do. Um, Joe. so those of you that did the uh, 7 a.m. on January the 8th, which is no, today. No, today's the January the 8th. Was that yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joe, so Joe coached the seven a.m. this morning. Um, so he's going to be a regular fixture um, on the seven a.m. on Fridays. Um, so if you did his class and enjoyed it, go along. If you want to have a nose or get to know him, then obviously go along at seven a.m. Um, he might do the odd random one um, throughout lockdown um, and other other times. Um, and he will be coaching regularly at the gym when we reopen. So um, we did send out um, his photo but i'll try and get a slightly better one because i think he was at the top of penavan with a rower as you do yeah. Hi, Joe, if you're listening um, i want to know whether you actually carried that all the way up or whether you had one of your uh ex-military bodies land it for you so that you didn't have to carry mm-hmm. it um but yeah welcome joe um good to have you on the team apologies your first officially coached class was via zoom not how we had intended it um but I'm sure, as you found, we've got a lovely bunch. They'll look after you. Um, and we're all looking forward to having you in the gym when we reopen. Nice. Welcome, Joe. We, uh, maybe a, a general CrossFit announcement as well is that the CrossFit Open went live for registration yesterday. I know we touched on it briefly. So if come March, whether the gym's open or not, there's, like, there's an at-home version this year, which is super accessible. 
and there's the the kind of normal in gym version as well. So I think either way, the open will probably happen one way or another. Um, so if you fancy a bit of competition come March as well, get signed up for that. I have a question on that yeah. front that you may know the answer to. Um, if you do the at home version, yeah. would you be on the same leaderboard as those who are in the gym, or do you think it'll be a separate? leaderboard kind of like the scaled rx leaderboard i think it's separate i saw something on instagram last night that suggested that if you do the at home version you can't progress any further through the competition which would suggest that they're segregating that category um but still a bit fun and i guess it will have its own at home leaderboards if everybody's in lockdown actually it might be that that leaderboard is the one to be on anyway so yeah absolutely be be like the uk yeah (laughs) (laughs) right 2020 hmm. what a year yeah i think for for many people for many different reasons it had significance and we wanted to just talk about our own experiences a little bit and a lot of this will be our own thoughts and opinions and they are exactly that completely relative thoughts and opinions that we have but we thought they might be used to just talking them out and and having a chat as the three of us and letting you guys listen in um so yeah what what i I guess let's start maybe with one of you guys i'm just gonna (laughs) throw one of you under the bus to get us going let's throw jen under the bus yeah let's do that what my full year in review your yeah full year in review or just some stuff that you've taken from this year that's kind of maybe things that have happened or or things that you've taken from the year that have got you maybe reflecting or maybe doing something different for 2021 or just something that you've kind of looked back on and go I'm really glad that happened because yeah definitely I mean I think it's easy to get caught up in the negatives especially this week where the latest lockdown has been announced um, and I'd be lying if I said I hadn't struggled with that but looking back on 2020 as I did at New Year like a lot of people do there was a lot of good stuff that's come out of it um, amidst difficult times but some really big life events that I definitely wouldn't have changed Mm. and that I know probably wouldn't have happened had it not been for lockdown uh, and the subsequent shift in perspective that came with that one, especially the first one. I think the first one was really impactful. So from March, I started off the first lockdown um, being employed. So I was, uh, as well as coaching at Valesco, I was employed at a gym. So I wasn't too worried when we went into the first lockdown because I was furloughed. So that sort of stress was, wasn't was massive. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of people who were in similar positions yeah. where it just meant you just weren't going to work, earning slightly less, but, you know, also spending less. So my, my financial stress wasn't huge. Um, and it just gave me an opportunity to really reflect on what I wanted to do. And as time went on, I realised that I didn't want to go back into that kind of employment. I wanted to do something that felt truer to me and my values and something that I'd always thought about doing eventually. I didn't have the plan of doing it this year or even in the next couple of years. It was always just like the end goal to set up my own gym and work from home on my own terms. But having how long was the first lockdown? felt ages three months three or three months yeah yeah so that gave me a huge amount of time to set up everything that I needed to like the website and working out exactly what my business was going to be and I'm I never would have had that time if I was working full-time um and I wouldn't have been in a financial position to stop working full-time to do all of that prep so actually I was I was kind of grateful for that first lockdown. There was um, some really positive things that came out of it after the whole cancelling the wedding thing. Yeah, right. Course. It's interesting, actually, that um, you, you talk about having the time. One of the things that I've really taken from the year is, like I've, I've jokingly said in the past, you know, yeah, I'd win the CrossFit Games too if I could just not have a job and train all day. 
And actually, yeah. one of one of the reflections that I've come away from the year with is that actually it's not necessarily about. I've always known that you need to be as efficient as you can really with your time, but it's really highlighted that it's not necessarily about having enough time. It's it's definitely more about how you use it. Um, and I think the people like you know like you that have have kind of seen it almost as a bit of an opportunity to to pull the pin on something that you've been wanting to do for a little while and put the time to good use. Yeah. Um, I think there's there's a real positive reflection there. Yeah, I'm definitely not unique in um, having set up a business during this. Yeah. Like, during 2020, loads of people were like had the chance to even not do the prep, but even just think about what do I actually want from my life, and you know, having everything feeling like we had everything taken away, and there was so much that we couldn't do it was kind of that opportunity to look at our lives and be like, well, which bits do we really want to have back and which bits do are we quite happy to leave leave at the door? Um, and I think that's definitely something that will carry into 2021, or I hope we will, um, and just really prioritise which bits of our lives are beneficial to us and which bits do we yeah. just do because it's a habit to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, just just you mentioning habits there, Jen. I think one of the things um, one of the things that stood out for me was I think there's always or in in 2020 there was a big focus on it, but I think we're always being told to um, you know for for a healthier life we need to eat better, we need to sleep better, we need to drink more water, we need to not look at our phones when we go to bed, and all these all these sorts of things. And I think I think with the best intentions when when you're busy and life seems to whiz by however much you want to try and ingrain new habits they can be really really difficult to build into a life where you already have habits which are Mm. not always the best habits but creating new ones is is quite difficult and I think the biggest take takeaway for me was once we'd kind of settled into a bit of a routine in the first lockdown um there were some things that kind of happened naturally for me. So I was naturally getting more sleep because there was no requirement for me to be up at five o'clock in the morning. So I started getting eight hours of sleep a night um, and I was at home and I was in the kitchen. So despite the fact that I had to fight the urge to open the fridge every five minutes, I found I was drinking more water because it was the tap was visible to me rather than being in an office where if I didn't stop and think about it, I wouldn't think about having anything to drink. Um, and then I started reading when I went to bed just because I'd been at a screen all day which was not normal for me so obviously in the gym I don't normally spend all day at a computer and I was finding in the evenings that because I was spending all day at a computer I didn't want a screen in my face so I started reading so these better habits sort of naturally started appearing and developing and it was great and I started to really feel the benefits and the impacts of that and then we came out of lockdown and I was like, yeah, I'm going to hang on to all these habits. And and as quick as they came, they sort of started disappearing again. And I think mm. one of, because life, in inverse, life got in the way again. Life got busy again. We had to be very reactive because of different tiers and because of having to constantly evolve and change how we were doing things, which again is, it's a challenge. I mean, I don't like the reason for it, but I quite enjoy the challenge of, of looking at how we do things differently and how we evolve and how we mm. change. But when you become very busy, it's easy for these habits which require sometimes a bit more consciousness to disappear and I think the one thing that I really learned last year that I want to try and carry through this year and I'm conscious that I need to make some time for it or somehow consciously develop these habits is I know how much better I felt when I read when I went to bed instead of looked at my phone I got eight hours sleep and I drank more water and they sound really simple and really basic but I felt so much better. And those are the things that, <coughs> for me, I need to now make a really conscious effort to begin with until they become a habit in a busier lifestyle to, to kind of keep. And I think this is that's one of my personal focuses for this lockdown is to do that and then to hang on to it when we come mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. Um, so habits is another really interesting, another interesting point that to come out of 2020. Yeah, I, I really agree. I think the uh, habits... I think the habits that people felt they should have, 2020 was a big year for it. And 
I yeah. there's a lot of, of things that you've just said that I align with personally and you know there was points where I was definitely doing things because I thought I should and when I st- kind of stepped back and took a moment to evaluate why I was doing something or what the actual benefit of it was you know I've, I've been pursuing deeper sleep for about six months but to you know Sarah's point I already sleep so deeply if I sleep any deeper <laughs> I, you know I'd risk I'd risk not waking up again so I think actually looking at why I'm doing things and where to focus my energy is proven very worthwhile I think water so drinking water is a really good example and actually one thing I'll share with that is one of the things I think generally that helps instilling a habit is starting super small and super realistic so I don't know how you I know you said it was because the tap was visible but how you actually started the habit of drinking more water because for me I literally set myself a goal of start every single day with a pint of water and that was one accountable check mark which naturally got me into the habit from getting out of bed grabbing a pint of water I was already becoming more and more used to that and that in itself made it easier to just drink more water throughout the rest of the day without making a commitment of I want to drink three pints of water a day and then only getting to maybe two and feeling like I'd failed instead my commitment was I'm going to start each day with a pint of water anything on top of that became a bonus um Jen anything habit related from the year yeah I mean I've been thinking about it whilst you guys have been talking and I got really into habit-based approach during the first lockdown because I read um a couple of really useful books so chasing excellence which is one that you recommended james love that um a ben ben bergeron book which is after i read that i read atomic habits and it's quite clear that their chasing excellence is very heavily based on um james clear's atomic habits and i think they both had a big impact and it's kind of like what you were just saying about water. So having that practice of having the things you tick off every day is a really good, uh, good way to approach it and trying to get like a, a long streak. So every day on a calendar, you're ticking off Well, I've done this, this checkpoint that I've set myself. Um, And the lockdowns, I suppose, or the ability to slow down and not have to be rushing around all of the time, I felt gave me more time to think about that stuff and actually dedicate more headspace than I would any other time. So it was almost like lockdowns were a practice run for real life. And to your point, Ellie, of then trying to carry that on into real life, I think that's what we need to focus on in 2021 because we've we've had a chance where we've had a lot of time available to us and we've had the opportunity to see the benefits which maybe we never would have had that time otherwise um and we just need to keep it going when when there are other things yeah going agreed on. and i think something that might if you know if you're listening to this and you're thinking yeah you know I, there's a couple of things i really want to try and incorporate into my life this year I, I don't know the approach that you guys use, but for me, I'm, <clears throat> as, as some of you may or may not know, I'm pretty kind of tech immersed in terms of, <laughs> you no. know, believe it or not. <laughs> and, and for me, actually, and, and this isn't really a particularly tech immersed approach, but there's plenty of habit tracking apps that can notify you at given intervals. They can sit on your home screen as a widget. They can sit... Um, you know they can kind of prompt you prompt an email or a text message. there's there's a whole load of different ways you can remind yourself and there's an app for instance streaks that is a, a habit tracking app that allows you to see how many days or, or how your your kind of current streak of completing a specific thing to jen's point uh, and there's a few apps that do the same and actually you'd be surprised at the difference it makes seeing the constant momentum that you're maintaining um, and it can generate reminders as well. It can sync into Apple Health so that you can continually get an overview of your overall um, health state as well. So, that, you know, there's, there's plenty of tech that can help as well. It doesn't have to be kind of willpower and post-it notes on the fridge. 
Yeah, one thing that I got really good at doing was um, spending time yeah, okay. meditating um, last year. And a lot of the apps that are available for guided meditations, so Headspace, for instance, and there's one called Balance, they do the same thing and kind of tell you your streak every time you do it each morning. And I have to say that's something that I've let drop off recently and I've been feeling quite stressed and I kind of I really want to get back into that so that's something that I want to focus on in 2021 and kind of get back into having a good streak running because it's hard mm. it's hard I, I find meditating quite hard to to really quiet your mind when you are yeah. used to thinking about a million things at once but once you get into a good flow with it and you've been doing it for a while it does get so much easier and it's really beneficial and I feel like I'm just gonna have to start from start from scratch again because yeah. I haven't done it in ages. Yeah. I mean I, I I did something similar, Jen. I was using the the down dog app and just doing oh, like yeah. trying to do sort of fifteen, twenty minutes of, of yoga and just, just when I felt like I needed to or when I felt a little bit stressed. Um I think I mean apps I I mean James is obviously very tech savvy. Um which, which is obviously is massively beneficial to us in a lot of ways. If you are more like me and widget on a home screen sounds like <laughs> foreign language um, and you find having a lot of apps that you have to use and update all the time quite stressful, which I discovered in lockdown, I do. I don't like having to constantly update things. I find that quite stressful. Um, yeah. Journaling or keeping a diary, which gives you the accountability and the visibility um, is also quite beneficial it won't give you obviously the same stats um and kind of analytics that an app would which are obviously very beneficial but if it's about creating habits and having some um accountability to developing those habits journaling and kind of setting yourself really small goals either every day every week or however often it might be is another way of approaching this if technology is something that you find more mm. stressful and helpful and you can still see a streak with with journaling so Absolutely. it's something I, I started for the new year that I I want to basically like a gratitude journal so at the end of every day even if it's felt pretty rubbish um just writing <laughs> down one or two things that I have been grateful for that day very common practice but actually I just felt like I was getting into a bit of a bad cycle of focusing on the negatives and especially as things fingers crossed go back to normal at some point this year I kind of want to keep that perspective to continue to appreciate the things that um, mm. are most important to me even when they do become more normal again so I think we'll all be super grateful when everything goes back to normal initially, but it's also very easy to forget just how much they mean to us once they yeah, become commonplace point. again. Um, so I thought I wanted to start that and get that, a, uh, make that a concrete habit now so that I yeah. can keep it up when life I know some good journaling apps as well if you want. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. No, I like pen and paper, James. Journaling with like different color pens. There's yeah, nothing and actually, it's it's a valid point. One of the things that I did do with a lot of things that specifically were tech based, because I, I found myself being spread, you know, way too thin and relying on too many different things. You know, have actually taking an hour to sit down with your phone and really audit what you do with it as well. I wanted my phone to be a, a, a smaller distraction. So actually, and I didn't go as far as removing Instagram, but I almost halved the amount of accounts I was following. Really, yeah, oh, really like evaluate the benefit really of the accounts that I'm following and, and why I follow them. Actually, literally pretty much halved the amount of people I'm following. Um, really cut down... Wow on the interaction I have with Facebook. I removed so many apps from my phone, went through my notification settings on my phone to make sure that I wasn't getting distractions throughout the day from apps that were irrelevant. You know, being notified in the middle of the day that I've got an email from MyProtein 
it's it, it's one single insignificant thing but when you've got 200 single insignificant things throughout the day actually it becomes another way that you you got you get your phone out of your pocket you unlock your phone to see what it is and all of a sudden you've done four other things before you know it so i think a bit of a, a tech audit is actually quite a good point as well I think that's a very good idea. Definitely something I need to do. I just, I struggle with, yeah. specifically with social media the most and getting the right balance because um, there's part of me that's like, well, I need it for business, yeah. which is true. And uh, there's a lot of benefits to having kind of Instagram and Facebook as well um, in terms of reaching clients, etc. cetera. And um just building a bit of a community just like Velasco do with with social media um but if I'm very honest with myself I would say that the time that I'm on it actually using it to be productive in that regard is probably about 10% of the time and the rest I am just like pointlessly scrolling and I know it doesn't make me feel very good (laughs) but there's just something I yeah. basically it's designed to be addictive i i managed to take a step back from it and then the minute i go back to it i'm suddenly have you watched the social again, dilemma so that's yeah yes yeah, Gosh, right. yes. terrifying yeah so terrifying so that's another thing that i'd really like to achieve in 2021 is find a a better balance and maybe what you suggest with a bit of a an audit of like mm. accounts that i follow etc I think the the going into your settings and going to your notifications and seeing what apps are allowed to notify you, I think that's quite a good place to start as well. It's something I overlooked initially. And after doing it, I feel way less interrupted and bothered by my phone. Um, Okay, so let's, seeing as we're building a bit of momentum with with habit and, and hack talk, what are the, the your top kind of two or three hacks or habits that you either started or really dug into in 2020 that are going to stick with you the most? I'm going to start. Um, I, I'm going to start with a hot shower before bed. Um, I always <laughs> shower first thing in the morning. That's That's when I shower. And then if I train, I shower after I train. I in my pursuit of unnecessary deeper sleep, one of the things that I did stumble on was the science behind body temperature and its relation to sleep. And actually, if you create a greater gap between your skin temperature and your core temperature within kind of an hour before going to bed, you you achieve deeper sleep when your core temperature drops. And if you can raise the temperature of your skin and create a more significant difference between those two temperatures, actually, you tend to fall asleep up to kind of 10, 15 minutes, very relative figure, but on on average, 10 to 15 minutes quicker than normal and generally sleep for for longer and potentially deeper. And actually, I found purposefully going and having a, a real hot shower about half an hour before I get into bed. I don't know if it has affected my sleep, but if I look at the data of the sleep tracking app, obviously, that I use, there's there's correlation between when that started and, and slight changes in my sleep pattern. Um, but it's definitely something that makes me feel pretty good, regardless of whether or not it has a real effect or not. Mm. Yeah, well, that's really interesting. Um, I think... The most significant one for me that we haven't we haven't already touched on is is if if you don't feel like a full training session, whether that's a Zoom class or a, or running or using something like Wad Builder to to develop you a, a workout um, with the piece of kit that you may have either borrowed from us or you have at home, is just move. It doesn't it doesn't have to be intense if you don't feel like you've got the mental or the physical energy for it which I think a lot of us in varying degrees found in the different states of lockdown and not last year Um, and I think the the thing for me that I valued or that I learned was that I still felt significantly better if I just went for a walk or I just did 
something and I found that actually if I, if, I, if I thought, right, well, I'm just going to go for a 10 minute walk, often that walk would end up turning into an hour because once I had made the effort to put my coat yeah. on, put my shoes on, whatever, and actually yeah. get out the door, and I was out, I felt like I really wanted to be outside and enjoy it, even if it was cold, even if the weather wasn't brilliant. Um, I found that once I'd got over that kind of mental battle of of just being wanting to just sit on the sofa and curl up in a ball and pretend the world wasn't going on right now mm-hmm. I felt a lot better for doing something even if I didn't have the energy to in inverted commas yeah. train properly um, and that's something that I I have actually it's the one thing I think that in that I have managed to carry through is that if I've got something where well, we weren't in lockdown that was on a program and I just thought you know what, I really don't have the energy for this I would either do something different or I'd just go for a walk and I felt significantly nice. better for it love that definitely um i'm not sure i can't remember who coined the term but the idea of winning the morning so having a strong morning routine that is generally the same every day um for me apart from sundays we have a bit of a lazy sunday morning but I just found that even through lockdowns, keeping my routine of I get up at certain time, I train first thing because that's when it feels best for me and then have a nice relaxed breakfast and a coffee and build any habits that I want to ingrain into that sort of routine. So when I was meditating, it was I'd wake up. I'd meditate for 10 minutes, then I'd do my training. But having that structure just made it so much easier to incorporate the habits that I wanted to incorporate without it feeling yeah. like an effort. Cause it just, that was my, like my morning and it was the same every day. So for me, it is a, a good morning routine. Um, it's definitely something that I would recommend and want to keep on during 2021. Mm-hmm. How easy that will be with a baby? Yeah. I'm not sure. It's one we'll less see. decision you have to make, right? <laughs> when you have a, a specific routine that you just get up and do, it takes the decision making out of it. <clears throat> yeah, 100%. And having fixed times for things for me yeah. makes all the difference. So um, when clients and stuff ask how how to get more consistent with certain things for me it's always just like making it part of your daily routine it doesn't have to be the morning but knowing that at five o'clock every day you're going to do whatever it is that you want to do more of like read 10 minutes of a book then it takes the thinking out of it and the f out of it because that's just the time that you do Um, it let's do one more each aware of time um if i've got a couple on my list like wearing socks in bed cold showers in the morning um Ew. a couple of other random ones if anybody wants more context <laughs> on that just kind of give me a shout outside of the podcast <clears throat> but the one i guess value maybe maybe value is the wrong word but one thing that's really resonated with me while i've been at home with him more we've got something on the wall of our house a, a, a framed quote that says be the person your dog thinks you are which is quite cute and quite funny but actually it's something I found myself reflecting on quite a bit because it's quite easy to be distracted by a work call or to have a few bits going on and sometimes I've caught myself kind of pushing Sonny you know he's jumping up to say hi and kind of pushing him down because I'm on a call or you know I've got 10 minutes to grab lunch and I'm trying to kind of make it super quick and kind of not ignoring him, but he's, he's there, you know, wagging away, wanting to play, wanting to say, Hey, and I'm just kind of not being the person that my dog thinks I am. And actually the last, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 weeks, even, even being back at work throughout between the two lockdowns and and through some of the lockdowns as click and collect actually, having that as a filter and having that as something that guides my decision when he comes and quote unquote bothers me actually becoming better at being the person that he thinks I am has it's not something I would have ever thought about or given kind of given any valid time to thinking might become a a, a significant change for me but I've definitely changed how 
I interact with Sunny and the time that we spend as a result as well. And I think it's kind of caught me a little bit off guard, but it's, it's something that I've definitely reflected on more than a lot of other things, which has surprised me a little bit. Mm, nice. Um, second one for me. I think, in fact, I had this conversation with someone yesterday um, about how if you'd asked me this time last year whether I like routine or not, I'd have said, no, don't like routine. I like variety. I don't like to be doing the same thing every day. Um, and 2020 taught me a very big lesson that actually I don't only like routine, but I need it. And that's not to say that I don't need variety. Like I, one of the things, one of the many things I love about the job that I am lucky enough to have and, and what we do at Valesco is that every day is different. It is, you know, there are, I, I interact with a huge number of people. Um, I get to do lots of different things in my day, but my day is very much guided by a diary, which I have to follow. Otherwise I, I'm not productive. I'm not effective. And I also find I get quite stressed. So one of the things that I have done already in lockdown 3.0 is utilize a couple of the lessons that I found in the first two and actually sit down and give myself some structure already so that however long this goes on my week despite the fact that actually it'd be very easy for me to have almost no structure within certain parameters I need I now have a structure so bit like Jen was saying I have a, a much more set morning routine I have you know <laughs> James and I have got podcasts um, or when we're going to put them when we're going to do them in the diary so that I can plan around those I've got times when I'm going to be doing certain things for the gym in the diary so that I have a structure and already I feel much calmer about this lockdown yeah. from a kind of Dress level perspective in terms of controlling what I can control on. I didn't control what I could control particularly well, especially in the second lockdown. And that's something that I promised myself I would do differently and have done differently and feel better for it. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. I think my key thing for, for 2020 and moving forward into 2021 alike is um gratitude um I know I've mentioned that I was doing the gratitude journaling already but just you know there has been a lot of hard Mm. stuff in 2020 but equally if I shift my perspective and think well what brought me joy in 2020 there was a hell of a lot of good stuff that came out of it um and it's really easy to get overwhelmed by the bad news um, and all of the difficult stuff that's going on at the minute. And it's still a big effort, but just remembering to take the time to kind of say, okay, I'm finding this difficult, but what in today has brought me joy is a really yeah. helpful exercise and something that I think I everyone will yeah. benefit from. Um, just on that, John, you've just reminded me of something. I think this was, it was, this was a, for anybody who is, who's resonated with any of this and who may have been, who may have struggled with some of the stuff that we've talked about, both Jen and I read a really good book in lockdown by a guy called Matt Hay called Notes on a Nervous Planet. And it is one of those books, which for me really resonated because it gives you lots of useful tools in how to manage the guy, he, that Matt Hay himself has, has, um, uh, had a battle with anxiety for the last 20 years I think he talks about and he's had very severe depression and he just gives people some really accessible tools for how to deal with anxiety and stress and the things that may come with that but also just uh, it just kind of makes you feel a little better if you're having a bad day because he just says look if you do, if you feel crap it's okay to feel crap and if you don't want to watch the news you don't have to watch the news and if you want to go for a long walk then do it and if you don't don't so if you need a book to read or you want to start developing some good habits or you just want something to make you feel a little better get um notes on a nervous no. planet by matt Haig. Really yeah. notes on a nervous planet really on the reading list um i think maybe <laughs> as a small you know i think i think people would surprise themselves if they challenge themselves to make a list of 10 highlights from 2020 it might be the sort of thing that you could easily bat back and go what 10 highlights from 2020 yeah good one but actually, I think if people <laughs> challenge themselves, they'd probably be surprised at the things they could come up with. Um, okay. Yeah. Jan, I'm aware that you might have to drop off. Um, 
I do. I've got One, some okay. Well, I hope that goes well. Um, we'll leave you drop off. Thank you so much for joining. <laughs> thank you. I've really loved your perspective, and it's been yeah, really nice to have you, you on. Having me. Have a lovely day. Yeah. All right. Cheers, guys. Lovely to speak to you, Jen. Um, Bye. Ellie, let's finish with a couple of shout outs. Um, I'm going to start with Sophia D'Ambrosi and Gareth Reynolds. Some of you will know Sophia because she's a Velasco member. Most of you won't know Gareth because he's my sister's boyfriend. Um, <coughs> both of those people right now are in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, Gareth is raising money for the MS Society, solo rowing the Atlantic, and Sophia is rowing it as a team of four as part of the Bristol Gulls. Something like 3,000 miles, and that was over Christmas, New Year. I can't even comprehend being on a boat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Like Gareth is rowing, and, and as is Sophia, you know, as a four, they can take it in shifts. Gareth's rowing something like 18 hours a day and sleeping for a couple of hours. It's just, you know, day in, day out. And he, they're both due in something like mid-February and they left at the start of December, which is just crazy. And I think as a as a feat, it's significant. So big shout out to those guys. I know they're powering on. There's an app that you can follow nice. them if you search something like Talisker Whiskey Challenge. Um, there's an app that you can follow the progress of all the boats as well. So if you know Soph or you know Gareth, get the app, see where they are, keep an eye on them. Um, and I think they're both, you know, if you follow their Facebook and, and Instagram and stuff like that, they're, they're both on there as well. Nice. Um, okay. From the crazy to the cute, um, it would be, <laughs> it wouldn't be a Velasco um, podcast if we didn't give a shout out to a dog of some kind. Um, we, I think over the Christmas period, we had, or just before we had four dogs, uh, puppies, join the Velasco puppy crew. So we've got Benji, Kenji, Basil and Martha. Um, we've mentioned Basil briefly in one of our newsletters, but Benji belongs to Emma, um, Kenji, Meg and Henry. Um, Basil belongs to Henry and Martha belongs to Mum, Dipardo. So welcome yeah, to I'm the I'm sure there might be more out there as well, but those are the ones that we, we know of so far and everyone loves a pup. Um, last shout out is to Johnny and Kaylee, who you will have seen in the Velasco group if you're in it. Will have, uh, that they had a baby boy called Jack on, I think, the 27th or 28th of December. Um, I'm glad you guys are all doing well. Con- huge congratulations, Christmas baby. What better present? Um, I hope you guys are enjoying the first few weeks of, of parenthood, and I'm sure we will see you soon. Um, huge congratulations from everybody at Valesco. And that is that. Is Errol, that anything else from you? <laughs> Wicked. Uh, right. No, I don't think the so. Team, it's been an absolute pleasure. We're going to try and get back to some decent frequency with these. We know we've taken a, a little bit of a break, um, but we've got quite a good structured timetable for the next coming few months. Um, albeit remote as today was for anybody that might be concerned all three of us were remote so if there's any weird audio issues or kind of weird timings or anything i know there was the last time we did remote um podcasting but we will adapt and overcome thank you for listening team as always like subscribe any feedback you've got is hugely valuable if there's anything specific you want to hear us talk about during this lockdown let us know ellie thank you so much No worries. Thank you, James. And And we will see you soon, team. Have a lovely day.